The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy. You all know me as me scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's not outside, he wears it anyway. He's gone when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm sleeping. All right, take it easy out there as you head out going trick-or-treating tonight. And maybe it's, you know, maybe made the, the time of year. I think um, in Celtic it was Samhain, Samhain and um, the, the doors were open a little bit more at, uh, at, at this time of the year. And one of the things I remember reading in one of the books was uh, a way to keep spirits away was to uh, urinate on the front door <laughs> on the front door stuff so if you're really freaked out about it there's a tip from actually the outlander series just so you know anyway our next guest uh, morgan newton has been involved in the world of paranormal phenomenon for over 18 years in fact she is a paranormal researcher right here in edmonton and her work has taken her around the world listen to this chadville she can be currently seen on tv networks like the discovery channel travel channel destination america she is the resident paranormal specialist featured on haunted hospitals and paranormal 911 haunted hospitals by the way is now currently the highest rated discovery network show in the uk she's also the founder of entity seeker paranormal research and teachings and that's just like the tip of the iceberg Morgan, welcome to Chad. I'm so glad to be here. This is great. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> so much here. fun. First, what is it about hospitals and haunted hospitals? Why is it that, well, maybe it's because people die there, but what is it about hospitals? You know what's interesting is that most people associate haunted places, for example, where they they think that um, it's got to be abandoned or it's got to be a cemetery or, or there had to be deaths there, and that's just not the case. In reality, oftentimes, it's places that have had high emotional impact or there's a lot of emotional currency going back and forth within an environment so if you've got a place that's active with people you're actually more likely to have it uh, present paranormal activities okay your your story your your paranormal story goes <laughs> way weird. back yeah. doesn't it to, like to your to your granddad great great grandfather okay can yeah. you tell us about that sure but yeah it's 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 just wild because so when I when I founded entity seeker with Stephanie Wirtz uh, it got quite interesting because it was about six years into founding that organization that I discovered that my great-great-grandfather founded the first paranormal association in Canada. Oh, gosh. So, it, which was blew my mind because I had no idea I had the roots that I had, but he uh, was a, a very noted physician in Ontario. And uh, when he was uh, working with clients and things like that, absolute skeptic. This guy didn't believe in anything this didn't exist until he ended up having these very interesting sittings with a fellow by the name of louis benjamin at his house and after listening in on a few of these sittings it, his interest started to get peaked and when he started to think well maybe there's something going on here by the time he was done he had published two books on the subject and he said this is absolutely real he's like you've got to you know you're gonna have a whatever take you want on it but he's like my opinion there's something to this. And so, Morgan, for you, um, did your interest come because of the family, or was it more? I mean, I mean, this is a, this, it's you know a, di- a different kind of family business to go into, yeah. right? <laughs> no, it, it actually it didn't start with the family. I I ended up I saw a documentary way back when I was about eight or nine years old, and uh, it 
it was featuring some extremely prominent and uh, well thought of paranormal researchers, Kerry Gaynor and Lloyd Auerbach. And both of them, it really inspired me to start heavily looking at this. It just caught my attention immediately. And it wasn't long after that that I ended up having my own paranormal experience at the, the home that I was living in. And uh, it scared the hell out of me because I was like nine. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing about that was that once the fear ebbed off, I I was hooked. I was like, what what just happened? I had to know what had happened. So the curiosity part of me took over, and from there on in, I was I was sold. So with some of the things that that happen, when we and I've seen yeah I've seen you yeah speak. There's tons of you know you, you Google you, you Google Morgan on 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 the Google machine, and there's uh, tons of her presentations and and different yeah. interviews that that you have done, and people always want answers because people and I think people oftentimes keep it quiet because they're afraid that people are going to Absolutely. think oh okay there's something not quite right there when it comes to and, and there are a number of people out there that just believe that it's not real and yeah. you're saying that it is well it you know it's not just opinion anymore I, I think you know people don't realize that the, the most uh, noted and the, some of the major universities in Canada and the U.S. and the U.K. have parapsychology labs. People don't understand that. They think this is some sort of fringe science and it's, it's some sort of voodoo. But in and our that, head, it's not supposed to be happening. Well, that, that's part of it. But there's also, I think, been a, a stigma that's been that's gone along for a very long time that, you know, okay, if you believe in, say, for example, science and air quotes, then, you know, you, you shouldn't believe in this. And the, the problem is, is that Science is now backing this stuff up. So labs like PEAR, which is at Princeton, which is one of the major parapsychology okay. labs, uh, University of Northampton, Edinburgh, all of these different, you know, noted universities that we put stock in are saying, no, 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 hold on. So the general public oftentimes has to catch up with the current, you know, papers and, and scientific research that's going on because it, it supports the fact that, no, this is the, the model of the human brain is changing and we have to start paying attention. So when you have someone, let's say you, you have a client, something has happened maybe in their in their home and they need some help to figure out what it is, what does that process look like? So for us, it's very different. With Entity Seeker, we work uh, a lot differently than, of course, anything you'll see on television. The, the ghost shows and things like that on TV are very much entertainment driven. Um, so the reality of it does not look like that and so for us what we do is we start out interviewing the client in a uh, uh a third-party location, so they're out of the stress of the house. Okay. Um, we put them through a very rigorous process. We have people that are, uh, you know, uh, registered nurses and things like that that we put, we actually put them through a questionnaire. Um, so we're looking for things like mental illness. We're looking for things like, um, you know, if they've uh, got trauma triggers, anything like that. <laughs> and then once we do end up going into a home, and we take a look around, we've got to rule out a whole ton of natural explanations because ultimately most of the time it's that. Um, but once that's done and out of the way and something's actually going on and these people are, are in trauma or stress because of the, of the paranormal stuff going on, we implement a program called Teaching the Living. And Teaching the Living is a is a, a study where we've uh, we've uncovered that the people who are generally having this sort of negative responses to paranormal activity and are, are it's being reflected back in the paranormal activity um, is that typically they're sort of hanging out at that negative emotional end of the scale 
And that's where this gets really interesting because when we realize that these people are having, sort of are just generally having a negative experience of life, the paranormal activity around them tends to reflect that. Mm. So our job has nothing to do with the entity. Our job has to do with the client. So once we get them to that other end of that emotional spectrum into living their best life, um, you know, finding their passion again and all of those different things, the activity either A, stops, or B, it turns into something that is far more positive. Okay, this is crazy because all of a sudden I'm thinking, you know, paranormal and paranormal researching and all that sort of stuff, and it sounds like you're like the the paranormal life coach. A little bit. Yeah, (laughs) it's a good description. That's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, Morgan Newton joining me in studio uh, this afternoon. We'll take a break here. There's all sorts of little questions that I want to ask you about things that show up in photos and orbs, the river valley, cemeteries, all of that. We'll We'll get to those questions right after this. Got a black magic woman. Got a black magic woman. Morgan Newton is a paranormal researcher. She's an author, a speaker. You can see her on the Discovery Channel um, right now. She's on Haunted Hospitals, and that is like the the highest rated Discovery Network show in the UK. And we're so thankful that you could pop in today. Appreciate that. Oh, it's great. When people um. Okay, uh, yeah, so many questions, and we're going to run out of time. In this city, we 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 hear about you know White Avenue. We hear about Old Strathcona. Uh, I think Mackay School is also another uh, really big one. I heard that you mentioned that there's a lot that goes on in the River Valley. Yeah, we've got a very interesting river valley because it's it's got an interesting geological makeup to begin with because you it actually is old volcanic land. Most people don't realize we're actually sitting on a volcano or we're sitting on a volcano. So we've got a, a quartz bed that basically sits underneath of uh, our river valley. And the, one of the reasons why that's really significant is because uh, quartz, when it's under uh, pressure, for example, can end up uh, emitting some very interesting electromagnetic fields, very natural electromagnetic fields. Um, but typically when you get this formula, you end up with something called residual energy. So this residual energy ends up uh, basically almost like the environment gets a memory in a way, um, like similar to a needle on a phonograph. Under the right conditions, it plays back events or it um, plays back sounds, sights, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Not so much anything conscious, but it, there's sort of a replaying of events. So we've got a very interesting geological makeup, and the River Valley in and of itself um, has the same geological makeup as the Gettysburg Battlefield, which also exhibits some of the same phenomenon so hmm. that's interesting um so yeah so we've we've just got a very interesting uh interesting edmonton so things person. happening down there um we, do you have uh, a moment in any of your investigations that you kind of go back and and all in your hand you're you're rubbing your hands together and <laughs> yeah. and that despite all of your investigation that you just can't explain yeah actually then the river valley falls into that category we um we've been capturing for about six or seven years now uh, a series of very interesting lights that will show up and originally what we thought they were was um, plasma uh, lights due to the the uh, quartz bed underneath because when you put quartz under pressure you get these Mm. tiny little lights that show up and uh, when we sent them off to the Society of Entomology, we thought, well, maybe they've got an, an answer, which they didn't. Um, so we knew they weren't bugs, and we realized they weren't plasma when they started making patterns that were mirroring one another. Huh. That, But the patterns were mirroring one another, but doing so by going in different directions. So there seemed to be some intelligence there, so we still don't know what those are, and we've been watching those for quite a long time now, but fascinating. Is there a, is there a spot outside of the River Valley? Is there a building? 
for oh, you gosh. or uh, that uh, yeah you have a story? Oh my god! Oh, some some of my f- there's a few of my of my favorites. Um, where we start the Fireside Ghost Experience, yeah. the, the limo tour, um, is is one of them, which is uh, MKT, the, yes. the bar and grill, and it's probably one of my favorite stories because the uh, the the owner at the time it was still the Iron Horse when they were my client, uh, but the owner at the time uh, had been. To having trouble keeping staff. They didn't want to lock up at night. They were just getting weird vibes. But they were having these older gentlemen show up at the door with their grandkids really late at night. And they said, you know, can we come in? Can we come in? And of course, they're going, it's the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. no. Uh, but when they were asked, they said, no, no, we used to be engineers with the rail line. And the reason why we want to bring our kids in is because we were friends with a spirit on the upper level who was a young girl. And she would manifest so regularly that we want to introduce our grandkids to her because she was a staple in our experience so when we got there we had a phenomenal time because we had we were on the upper floor and we started hearing giggling on the one side of the uh, the, the upper level and we went over and we thought at first that maybe we were, we were being punked we yeah, thought yeah. Well, it's coming through the speakers or something so we're always looking at that kind of thing and, and lo and behold it wasn't um, and we would, as soon as we would approach the giggling, we would hear footsteps running to the other side, and we'd hear <laughs> the giggling start again. So we'd follow it, and then this would this went on for a good, you know, 20, 40 minutes, and it was just, it was the coolest thing. We had a great evening. Um, but just yeah, it's such a positive thing. A lot of this stuff. Maureen, there's uh, there there's you know, people that'll text and say, oh, this is all hocus pocus and and, and whatever, and that's sure. fine. Everyone has their you know, believe what you believe yep. what you want or you don't want, and you know experience. You know we all have different experiences. For for those people out there, and I had a number of people who called in today and who have been sharing their stories, um, and I'm going to get to some more of them coming up. That are nervous about what they've experienced or they're they're scared about what they've experienced they don't understand what they've experienced what do you tell them well the first thing i tell them is that this uh, one of the myths with paranormal research is the fact that this stuff gets asserted on you Mm. and that we have no uh no control over the type of energies that are coming in and out of our experience and that simply isn't true um you know the the work that we've done in relation to understanding um our own state of being and our that that sort of emotional spectrum that i was talking about before um really starts to point to the fact that hold on if you start to clean up your life and start to heal that baggage then you can absolutely determine that type of energy that is is manifesting in your space so we we try to give people their power back a little bit um that being said it's also really important that people you know, tell their story until they find somebody who listens and to make sure that whoever it is that they choose to, to tell or whether it be a group or a researcher a parapsychologist anything like that um that these people are accredited these mm. people have a history behind them you know there's great organizations out there like the family uh, forever family foundation windbridge institute all these places um that are absolutely they've got their phd they know what they're doing and you know you're not inviting people into their into your home that are going to run around with cameras screaming and yeah. yelling and tell you there's you know demons running around your house <laughs> and that's really important yeah when if an experience when if uh you have a, an experience uh I'm guessing you write down the details of it and you know is that stuff that you're interested in and yeah, writing yeah. down the details is so important and and pr- providing a timeline okay. is important too because we're always looking for a pattern and not only the the uh, pattern of events that have gone on but also patterns of events in your life yeah have you had recent trauma has there been uh, a change in medication if you're on medication have there been um, you know is there fighting going on in your mm. house what is your home life like so we're looking for a bunch of things and a, a timeline 
timeline is absolutely crucial. And I think it's important to remember too when we talk about paranormal. I think you know certainly this time of year we all think about scary, you know, terrifying things. But sometimes these experiences can be quite comforting. More times than not, they're very comforting. And what's interesting is that um, st statistically, when you look at clinical parapsychology, uh, which is the study of, of emotion and uh, paranormal re research, mm -hmm. the majority of people find great comfort in the phenomenon happening to them. Morgan, if people want to find out more about uh, the work you do, your website is? EntitySeeker.ca EntitySeeker.ca Check it out, Morgan. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you so much. Alright, the 4 o'clock news headlines up next.